Hi guys, welcome to Chaos Under Control. My name is Emily Richardson and I am the host and the creator of this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today, whether it's your first, third, tenth time, doesn't matter. I'm so, so excited that I'm unwinding with y'all yet again and I will continue for the foreseeable future. So, Today's topic is about jealousy and comparison. Really spooky. Day before Halloween, getting really serious. Here we go. Oh, before I get started, this episode is going to be labeled episode 17. For some reason, my last two episodes are just not there now. I don't know if they've been erased or if they're lost in the sauce or what's going on. So I need to figure that out, but because they're not there, I'll just call this one episode 17. So don't let that confuse you. So jumping right in. Jealousy to me is wanting what someone else has. That could be wanting their car, their relationship, their body type. There's really no limit on what that means. It's just wanting what someone else has. Now, comparison to me is stating the similarities or lack of between people or things. You can compare your body type to someone else. You can compare your financial status. You can compare anything. So comparison is pros and cons. Good comparisons, bad comparisons. Now, my experience with jealousy and comparison, there is a ton because I'm human and I'm very imperfect and we're all just that way. So I wouldn't say naturally I'm a jealous person, but I do compare myself regularly. I do struggle with that. So when I lived in Nashville, I was 20 and 21 and 22 years old, I think. Yeah, so I lived there from when I was 20 to 22 and I was partying all the time, no responsibilities, living my best life, single, whatever. Well, when I was there, it was fun at first, of course, and then it just got really old really fast. Like partying in Nashville is not a weekend thing. You go out all the time. The bars are packed every night of the week. It's ridiculous. It's like, it's just ridiculous. And I was having fun, of course, because I had turned 21. It was so fun, the best thing ever, but it got really old really fast to me. And Everybody there that I came in contact with was in that party and mindset and all that all they wanted to do was party. They just wanted to drink and stay out all night and it just wasn't fun for me after a while. And so I wanted that real relationship where I could invest in someone and we could spend time together and do things together and not go out to the bar and meet people I never wanted to talk to again and just waste my time. That got old. And so Seeing people who had their person that they were spending holidays with and lazy Sunday afternoons with and investing in each other and making making their life count with someone. That's what I wanted. I was very jealous of that and I compared my life to that so often. And it's funny because I had so many people tell me, oh, I'm just jealous. Like we live in this, I had a small farm town that I was from and a lot of my friends are still there and they'd say, you know, we live in this small farm town and I'm so jealous you're out partying and meeting people and doing all these things. And I'm like, yeah, but you're with the love of your life, like spending time with someone that matters. You're not out meeting people. You just don't care to ever talk to that have one thing on their mind. You're living way better life than me. So very comparative there. Now on the flip side of that, I married my husband. He's in the military. I left Nashville not long after we got married. And then his career took him to Colorado, which is where we moved to. And now we're in Georgia. So 
When we moved to Colorado, I left the Nashville scene, the partying scene. I got married, obviously, and then not long after, we had a baby. And so after all that happened, I got very comparative to the life that I once had, like before I married my husband, and even after we got married still, but mostly before him. And it was having so much free time and having all this extra money. And I used to think I was broke. No, no, no. You don't know broke until you have a baby. Let me tell you. Babies take up so much time and money, but I was comparing myself to my life before and I didn't for a second regret my husband or my baby. I never have regretted them, but it was so frustrating thinking about the life I once had of all this extra time and money and this great body that I never worked for. I could eat Taco Bell and never go to the gym and after having a baby, my body looked like a walking ad for Taco Bell and it looked like my career was sampling Debbie cakes before they went to the grocery stores. Like that's what my body looked like, but I had a baby. So I had to remember that, but I compared myself to my previous self. So it wasn't even other people. It was just the life I once had. And it was really hard for me, but I'm navigating through it every day. But as a human, I still struggle with that. So why and what are we jealous of? Like, why are people jealous? What are we jealous of? I'm not sure why I repeated that twice, but I'm just going to emphasize it because today is serious. It's a serious topic for all of us. So one thing we're jealous of and why we're jealous is social media. Y'all, social media is the root of all evil, but it's a great thing at the same time. It's just something that is so glorified and made to be perfect. And it's run by humans who are so imperfect. And it's such a discombobulation and a false hope of what we feel like we're supposed to be doing and who we're supposed to be. And it's just not real. It's not. And so you see people on social media with these nice houses and expensive cars and attractive husbands or wives. And you're just so jealous and you down yourself so much because of what you're seeing there. And another thing we're jealous of our own insecurities, which builds off of the social media aspect. You see someone else on social media that you may follow, and I'm not going to name names, but there's two girls that I follow that I know one of them semi-personally. Another, I know her enough. I've met her a few times, but I wouldn't say we're BFF or anything like that, but I do know her. Another girl I've never met. I follow them both on social media. I have for a while. And for a long time, I was so jealous of them. And I still struggle with bitterness here and there. But I compared myself to them all the time. I mean, all the time. Their body types compared to mine. Their kids compared to mine in terms of how advanced their kids were. And if my child's where he needs to be because her child is here and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a big mess. And I lived in that very comparative state for a very long time and jealousy just took over me. And so social media fueled that jealous fire that I had. And had I not had social media, I feel like that wouldn't have existed or at least not to the extremity in which it did. So social media is very huge. Our own insecurities combined with social media are a recipe for disaster because when you're already insecure about something and you see someone else on social media, who's the flip side of your insecurity, what's hurting you gets even worse. And it's just a fact. 
So another thing we're jealous of is financial statuses. You see people with these nice cars, nice houses, the clothes that they wear, the places they shop at, the gifts they give, their home decor, and you're like, I can't even afford to buy a box of grits for my house. And if you're not from the South, you probably don't know what grits are. They're amazing. Put some cheese and butter in them and some milk. You're welcome. But back to what matters. So financial statuses are huge. You get so frustrated with seeing other people have all these things and you're just trying to make ends meet and you get envious of them and it takes over you. It really does. One more point of one thing we could be jealous of is that that used to be you. And I just touched on that. It's not even so much that you're jealous of other people. You get jealous of the life you used to have. And that's me all the time. I see pictures of the body I used to have and the lack of responsibility I used to have and all these things. And I'm so jealous of the free time that I had and the money that I spent and things like that. Like It just eats you alive because I'm not unappreciative of the time I had. Don't get me wrong. I'm so glad I got to live my life and do the things I did because now I look back on the memories I made and I don't regret it. But at the same time, I get really jealous that none of that applies to my life now. Like if I could just have half of the body I had then, just have half of that now, I'd be good to go. Or just half of the money I had then that I just blew on whatever, just have that now. That'd be great. You know, like we're doing fine. We are, we budget well, but You never realize how broke you are until you look back on how much money you spent and you're like, wow, I used to go to the mall and drop $300 just because I felt like it. And that's just not an option now. So that is real life. My friends getting really raw with y'all. Now, why do we compare ourselves? Our next points. Why do we do it? We know we hate it. We know it hurts us. So why do we do it? Social media. Once again, we compare ourselves because it's right in front of our faces. It's everywhere we look. It's the realm of who we're supposed to be. And the standard is social media. Insta-worthy is a term. Are my pictures Insta-worthy? Is my home Insta-worthy? Like that's an actual thing now, which is so crazy to me, but I'm guilty of it as well. So social media is huge to why we compare ourselves to others and also to find self-gratification. That is awful, but it's so true. Like I've been so guilty of this. I have honestly and truly, and I hate to say it because it kills my heart that I ever let myself do this, but I have, and I know we all have. I have seen other people fail and use that to gratify my failures. And I know we've done it and I've worked on it. I used to be very bad at that. So I remember I did a pageant one time and I worked so hard for it, so hard for it. And I don't know why I wanted to win. I actually know why now. The only reason I wanted to win that pageant is because I was dating a guy at the time and he came to that pageant. And it was the very first pageant that I had a boyfriend, a boyfriend, so to speak, come watch me compete. And that's the only reason I wanted to win because any other time I didn't care if I won or if I lost because I had so much fun with pageants. But I worked so hard to win that pageant because a guy I really liked was out there. And I thought in my head, if I don't win this pageant, he's going to think I'm ugly. Although he's already dating me. But whatever. I don't know. I was crazy. I was like 17, 18, whatever. So I wanted to do this pageant and win it. I worked hard. I did my spray tan the best. I picked out the best hairstyle, best makeup. My dress was perfect. Everything. 
I did my best and I didn't win. And I was so irritated. And so when I didn't win, I compared myself to the girl who won. And so like the whole next week, I saw her post on MySpace. That was around, believe it or not. It was at its older wits, but it was still there. I had her on Snapchat and Facebook and she posted one day and had like a t-shirt on and something else. I don't know. She didn't look fancy and she was in the mall or something. And I compared myself to her. I was like, oh my gosh, look at what she's wearing today compared to me. Wow. What is she thinking going out in public like that? Like I was so bitter over that pageant that I was comparing myself to her in the stupidest way possible. Like what? This girl does not care. She's not paying attention to me. And I'm not telling her this to her face, just in my head and my bitter heart. I'm comparing myself to her. And it was ridiculous. Like to find self-gratification on my part, I had to like degrade her in my mind. That's the dumbest thing, but it's so true. And people do it all the time. I still do. And I'm working on it. I really am. But last point with why we compare ourselves to better ourselves. You can actually compare yourselves in term uh, or in the terms of rebuilding yourself, getting better constructive criticism, but more times than not, it doesn't go as positive as planned. So you can compare yourself to get better. So you can say, okay, let's compare myself to where I was this time last year. Let's try to get there. Let's set some goals. You can do it with positive reinforcement as the mindset, but when you do it to better yourself, but you're kind of have the wrong idea and by bettering yourself you tear someone else down that doesn't really work so bettering yourself is great as long as you're not taking someone else down with you we'll just say that I shouldn't have ranted about that but nonetheless it's okay to better yourself but when you compare yourself to someone else and you tear yourself down or them in the process that's when it kind of goes south so the fact of all of that I just ranted about is that you aren't meant to be that person. You are meant to be you. So when you compare yourself to others or when you're jealous of what they have, you aren't meant to be that person. You're meant to be you. And so, yeah, I used to be size zero without trying and had all these extra, uh, I didn't have all these extra bills and I had extra money in my bank account. All those things are true, but I'm not that person anymore. I'm meant to be who I am right now. And I'm loved by the Lord as where I am right now. And my husband loves me, my child, my family. I'm not meant to be anyone other than who I am right now. And so I have to find the time in the day to remind myself that because otherwise it'll just slip right by me. But it's so hard because you think they're the same age as me. They have the same amount of kids as me. They have a husband like me. So why is their life seeming so much better than mine if we're so similar in so many ways? And it's the simple fact that my dad has told me my whole entire life and his dad told him this, you don't know what goes on in a man's house, not even the man next door. And that's a fact. You can know someone as well as you think anyone could ever know them. You could know everything about them, every hair on their head, but I promise you, you still don't know things about them. And with that means that there are insecurities they have that you may not know about. They have issues and they have issues in their own house that you may not even know about. And because of that, you can't compare yourself to them and put the standard as what they are is what you need to be because you're not meant to be them. You're meant to be you. And every day you need to remember that, and as do I. So how do we rid ourselves of jealousy? How do we do this? First of all, know that social media consists of nothing but filters and what people want you to see. That's it. 
That is all. Social media is a lens that you can take on and off. You can make it what you want it to be or what you don't want it to be. You can clean it up, put a filter on it, put a bow on it, sign still delivered. It's all fake. And that's the fact. So just know that. Know that it's nothing but positive things or what people want it to be. You don't get the full, full aspect of someone else's life. Now, point number two, no amount of jealousy or comparison towards another person will fix your insecurities. Oh, I got real deep there. That's just the facts. And I need to tell myself that there is no amount of jealousy or comparison towards another person that will fix your or my insecurities. It's true. And you can break someone down all day, but it's not going to build you up. And one thing I've stood by my whole life, I actually heard this quote at a pageant once and I've stuck with it forever. Blowing someone else's candle out will never make your candle shine brighter. And it's true. It really is. And I struggle with being jealous and frustrated and wanting to be the best wife for my husband and feeling like there's better wives out there for him and thinking he'll find someone else more attractive or a better mom or whatever. Just all those things. And the fact is, is that I can't degrade those people and blow their candle out and think that it's going to better me and make my candle shine brighter because it's not. It's just not how life works. And I have to always think about that even when I'm at my most bitter state, when I'm at my most insecure state and it's so easy for those voices and Satan or whatever you think the negative energy is to just get to you and make you think that, always remember that. It's true. Your candle will never shine brighter by blowing out someone else's. And my last point with how do we rid ourselves of jealousy, change your present self, but don't punish your present self. Again, I struggle with this. You can know that you need to change yourself without punishing yourself. So I've actually touched on this in my postpartum depression episode. I was so disappointed in my postpartum body, like three months into having a baby. And even after, I'm almost 10 months into it and I still struggle with my body. But I was only three months into being a mom, had just had a C-section not long ago. And I had pictures of me from like two years before I got married. So I was like 19 years old, had the metabolism of a goddess. And I had those pictures everywhere in my house, on display, I had them on my phone, my wallpaper on my phone, everything, my Apple watch, lock screen, all that. I had those pictures everywhere so I could see it every day and remind myself of the body I needed to have. And if I didn't look that way again, I was disgusting. I was punishing my present self with my past self and I wanted to better my present self, but the way and the approach that I took for that was punishing my past self or punishing my present self with my past self. It's not right. It's not fair. And I knew better, but in the moment I didn't know what else to do. And so we have to learn how to rid ourselves of jealousy. And if those points don't do it for you, you need to truly find points that work for you in your lifestyle because it's so important. Now, how do we rid ourselves of comparison? As I already stated, remind ourselves that social media isn't anything but what a filter makes it. I covered that in the jealousy topics, but I'm telling you, you can't say it enough. Social media isn't anything but what a filter makes it. Point number two, knowing that your self-worth will never be found by comparing yourself to someone else. Kind of already touched on that as well. But you can find so much self-worth by bettering yourself and finding things that make you happy, but you'll never find true, genuine self-worth by tearing someone else down or comparing yourself to them. It's not going to happen. There will always be so much negative energy that takes over. Last point, bettering yourself is fine, but what you cannot do is belittle yourself. Similar to what I said about 
can't tear down your present self. You can sit here and tell yourself, okay, I need to do this. I need to do that. But ultimately, if you're just tearing yourself down and belittling yourself, you're never going to do it. You're just going to be in a depressing state. You're never going to feel that fulfillment that you're looking for. It's never going to happen. And y'all, jealousy, the thing about it is that you can sit here and make an entire list of everything you're thankful for and everything you love about yourself and everything you're appreciative that you have. But if you have one thing on your list that you wish you had or that someone else has that you want, you're always going to look at that negative and never those positive things that you have. That's just how it is. And jealousy is a negative energy in the universe that always comes for you and always finds a way to suck away all the good things that you have and focus on the things you don't. And that's the horrible facts of it. So I encourage you, if you have to get a lipstick and write it on your bathroom mirror or an expo marker and put it on your bathroom mirror. So every day when you wake up in the morning and go brush your teeth or whatever, you wash your face, you see it right there. You see on your mirror. I'm so thankful that I have the pretty eyes that I have. I'm so thankful I have a husband that loves me. I'm so thankful that I was able to save $5 yesterday. Like you think it sounds ridiculous and it's so minimal to be appreciative for those things. But if you appreciate 10 little things every day, that's 10 times a day you're happy. Think about that. Truly think about that. It may be minimal things, but they amount to big things. Or hey, right on your bathroom mirror, We saved $500 this month by budgeting our groceries. That's huge. That's something worth celebrating. That's not a little thing. That's a big thing, but it's worth celebrating. And it will keep you from being jealous of someone else. Maybe not in every aspect, but it will pull back some of that jealousy you would have had otherwise. So you have to find little reasons to celebrate your life. So that way you're not stuck in comparison and you're not tearing your body type down because you don't look like this girl on Instagram who's had more kids than you and her body is more slim and fit or you're not tearing yourself apart that your car's broken down for the third time this month. And this girl you follow on Instagram just went and bought a new forerunner or a new Range Rover for fun. And she's posting pictures in it of her running to Starbucks every day. You don't know what her life is like. You don't know what it took for her to get there. But when you allow yourself to take the energy you're putting into focusing on the things that you're jealous about and the comparative things you wish you had, and you take that same energy and you put it into appreciating things you have and being thankful for things you have and comparing yourself in a good way, saying, wow, look at where I am now compared to where I was last year with my finances. Look how good they are. Wow, look at where I am about being minimalistic and not buying something every time I go to the store that I don't need. Look how much money I've saved, how much storage I have left in my home and space and look at where my marriage is, how much better it is. Like you have to find those reasons to celebrate. And when you do and you do that every day, it becomes a habit and it becomes routine. And the energy that you could put into being jealous and comparative, you don't. You naturally put it into being celebratory and appreciative. And it's such a great feeling. I've learned to do that. And it's not something you learn it and you're done. It's a choice you make every single day to not be jealous and not be comparative. I truly have had to learn how to force myself to be that way. And one way I'll tell you that I've gotten that way, moms, this is one way you can do it. I truly struggle with being jealous and comparative. We've already covered that. But one way that I've kind of rid myself of that is if I ever heard my son or daughter one day or whatever, but I have a son right now, if I ever heard him say, 
wow, I wish I was as muscular as him, or wow, I wish I had uh, a car like him once he gets old enough to drive, or wow, I wish I had this or that, or I'm so jealous he's got this and I don't have that. Would it hurt your feelings if you heard your child say that? And if the answer is yes, then you shouldn't say it yourself. You have to have enough self-love and self-worth to know that if it hurts your feelings to hear your child or your loved one say that, then you shouldn't say it because it's going to hurt you to say it. We may not register it right away as hurt, but it's still pain. It's still negative energy. And if it hurts to hear someone you love say it, and it hurts your heart to see them be jealous and see them compare themselves, it's still going to hurt you to be that way too. I promise it is. This world is filled with so much negativity, so much faults, and so much just glorified lies, honestly. And so if we can put that aside or just find a reason to be happy one time every day and just make ourselves find some good in this broken world, this world will slowly get restored little by little. I believe it in my soul. So please, before you think about being negative on yourself or tearing down yourself or someone else or comparing yourself to someone else or your past self or whatever before you think about applying any negative energy into your life just remind yourself would it hurt me to hear someone else say this or feel this way and if the answer is yes you don't need to feel that way or say those things either so remember someone else can try to blow out your candle all day long but it won't make theirs shine brighter vice versa for you i'm always here for you guys don't compare yourself. Don't get sucked in that negative energy. I love each and every one of you, even if we've never met. I love your soul. I love your heart. I'm always here for you. My inbox is open at Emily G. Richardson on Instagram. Please message me anytime. I promise I'll get back to you. Also, if you're loving my podcast, please drop a review down there. Let me know how you feel. It means so much to me when I know that people are getting things out of the content I'm putting out there. I want to be very vulnerable, very vulnerable, excuse me, raw, transparent, and relatable. And it's very helpful knowing that when I'm brave enough to take those steps, that people are getting something out of it, they're enjoying it, and they're finding progress in their everyday life, getting chaos under control with my podcast. So if there's anything I can do to make it better for you or easier or things you like or don't like, just leave it in the reviews and let me know. Thank y'all so much for stopping by for today's episode. I cannot wait to hang out with y'all again soon and continue to get some of life's chaos under control. Y'all have a great day, guys.